Hey everyone, um, welcome to Run Planet. This is um, your host Artus Bregas, and today's episode is episode twenty. And today we're just going to talk about um, how to approach your running with a long-term approach. Uh, so, long-term approach in distance running. Um, I feel like it's an it's an interesting topic because a lot of times what happens is we really just get carried away on terms of uh, focusing just on now 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 and understand that every single program each year you know whatever program you pick everything should be you know building towards longer future and things like that uh, you know you know you, you do things right and I mean roughly you can expect depends how much you you want to improve but roughly you know if you three percent two percent improvement every season is a really good improvement actually if you're already at a high level or uh, obviously if you've never ran before you can expect a bigger improvement but uh, always structure your season or is it like you're not just running one year and then not running again so think of like if you're a college runner or a high school runner think of you know think of four years ahead like you know do you want you, you don't want to be your best right now okay you want to be best maybe in four years and then from that point on you want to be best in again in four years running is like a long-term game so you really have to be patient with it um it's one it's not one of those sports where you can go and um i guess you know i think a lot of times people think that it's one of those sports where you're going to improve right away and become good in you know one or two years it doesn't really work like that um that's why it proves that sometimes you figure out well, why are so many good runners at age 30, 35, even 40 that are really fast. Are they training harder than the young guys or the young girls? No, it's just those people have accumulated so much mileage over their years that they're able to, you know, they're just so strong. Their heart rates are just unbelievable. They, they, they're aerobically well developed. And a lot of times... Um, youngsters if i'll give you a, like a example you go to this local 5k sometimes and you see these kids you know so you sprint out like the last first 400 of the race and where do they end up finishing you know they still run pretty good you know sometimes 17 minutes sometimes 16 18 some die off to 19 but i'm saying like you don't see like the older runners like get afraid or something like that or, or like because they see the kids are sprinting at the end of the day, they know what they can do, you know, and they're built so much base that they're the ones that end up winning the race. Um, so it's not necessarily about training like to exhaustion every year. To that's gonna make you so much better. Harder is not always better. Uh, I've tried so many methods before, and and I've spoken to a lot of good runners, and everybody always just when they ran their best races in general, or are always improving it's it's more likely i always hear sometimes funny stories like wow my training was was consistent i didn't do any special workouts hmm i didn't do any special workouts it was consistent it's like they're saying the answer right there why they were successful and then they pr right and then guess what happens next they think wow i ran so good in this race whatever i was training for imagine if i can only train harder how good could I be? 
and that is the trap number one and then usually they end up trying again next time because they train harder and guess what happens they don't improve they actually run worse than they even did the first time so and and a lot of times it happens like that's why you always have to guys think long term and kind of like focus uh, on yourself and know you know maybe how many miles you need to run this cycle or how many like this year let's say or what do I want to be next year you know look at it like if you're running you know 50 miles a week where do you want to be next year maybe at 60 maybe a year after that maybe at 70 and you decide what distance you're going to train and things like that but you know always think long term don't get carried away with just you know making like all the training it has to be so hard that you don't enjoy it no just you have to enjoy running and in and only one way to enjoy it is to to look at long term and to really just have a good training program and really have a purpose for each run uh, not just you know you don't just wake up in the morning and say you know what today I'll do a tempo let me do math today I don't feel like running tomorrow I'll go for a long run it doesn't work like that you every every weekend I feel like you should know already what you're gonna do at least with a pencil okay roughly and you should focus on and on running those workouts how you've assigned them and things like that that way you know you're not you're not guessing things so um, always prepare for your training okay if you know you're gonna do a long run then prepare the night before you know put everything aside put your shoes what you're gonna run if you're gonna take any gels are you gonna take any you know whatever you do you know what shoes you what what outfit you're gonna wear if you're doing a tempo run plan out the course know the course like these are all the things that like the better you can do all these things and plan the more successful you're gonna be as a runner so that's why it's always important to do those things you know and maybe let's say if you're stressed out in 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 one week or something like that and you want to do a workout and and if you had a really stressful day maybe at school at work like you have to think about it is is you know is it okay for me to do that workout should i modify the workout and i always think like that you know if you miss the workout is it the end of the world no because you have to think long term always think long term okay uh, a one mistake in a workout can set you up like maybe for a month off because of injury so think about it it's not the body is not so like it doesn't know like what kind of training or what's going on you know so don't stress out so much it's more for the mind if you feel like really you need a rest day you take that rest day you come back the next day you feel great or if you need an easy day you take that easy day just because something is written there doesn't mean it needs to be done it needs to be done if if you if all cylinders or I call it you know all check marks are there um, of course you know don't get in a trap thinking that like oh you know I don't feel like running oh I'm not gonna run today no I'm not talking like that I'm saying like maybe you really had a tough day at work you know think about it instead of maybe doing a speed workout you know if you still want to do and go ahead with the workout maybe do a fart lick you know so that way you're just getting in by effort you feel great you knock it out some good times it doesn't matter because that's the beauty of the of the fart lick right you can go in there and just get you know get any kind of turnover going on so you don't have to worry about like my heart hurts uh, trying to hit certain paces and things like that so 
And you always going the body doesn't know. It just knows effort, right? So it's good. Also, also for the long run, when you're doing the long run, um, like some days you'll be tired, right? Like if you're tired and there's days that you need to be tired, but if you feel like you need to cut it short at 14 miles instead of doing 17 or 18, cut it. If you feel like something is hurting, cut it shorter, you know? Uh, and I'm not always saying that you got to look for the perfect moments or perfect long runs or to do hard work. No, I'm just saying like train smart and think long term. Uh, every time that you train optimally and you don't overtrain, you you kind of get in this nice rhythm week by week and your fitness is going up, you know, and and this leads me to the next question. Like somebody says, how do you know if you're improving every week, you know, as you're doing your training program? Well, I've talked about in previous episodes that you want to look at certain things. If you use heart rate training, right, which is uh, extremely beneficial, um, even if you, let's say, even if you don't use it during a run, a heart rate, your resting heart rate can tell you a lot about how you're recovering, how you're adapting to fitness. So you're sitting, remember, I mean, laying down and standing. So always monitor those and record every morning and just kind of know. Uh, you know, if you're if you're overtraining, you're undertraining, and things like that. Usually, a lower resting heart rate, um, and also a lower resting heart rate standing, will tell you that uh, you whatever program you're doing, you're getting better. Okay, and if you notice that if you use heart rate for training, you'll notice that maybe a week ago or three month, let's say three weeks ago, you were running at a seventy five percent, and usually that gives you like let's say seven minute pace, right? You find out in three weeks or four weeks that now you're running at same heart rate, but maybe now you're running at like 6.45 pace, you know. That just means whatever training program you have, you're improving, okay. If you find yourself, as, as you're going on week by week, you're training, that you're not getting faster at certain heart rates in, in general, in, on, in most heart rates, right, and then something's wrong with your training or like a, maybe you're not recovering. That means you got to go back in there and kind of look at it. Hey, am I getting enough recovery? Are my recovery days enough there? Am I am I stressing my system with workouts or am I just running? Okay, because a lot of times, guys, you can be running and training and you cannot be improving. Okay, just because you get out of the door and you run doesn't mean you're going to improve. Okay, there's two types of uh, improvements I always talk about. Some people are just happy to get out of the door. And, and you know run for fitness and they don't really care about the times or anything like that they want to you know maybe get in shape lose a couple pounds and, and that's fine guys and, and you know that's there's two different type of things if you're just looking strictly to you know to kind of get lean and and you don't really care about performance goals then i think any type of run for you is just good as long as you get out there and, and you're getting a nice um rhythm right but for the runners that are actually looking to improve like the race performances and things like that, uh, for them, it's extremely important to, you know, to adjust all their training, making sure that they have their long runs every week. Um, uh, then you have your speed workout and your tempo runs and things like that. And this leads me also to one question uh, I know somebody was asking, what's the most important workout of the of the week? And to be honest it's a, it's a it's a hard answer because everything is important i think but the most important workout of the week is is regardless of what you're training for 
uh, if we think long term, of course, is the long run. Uh, so, which is should be done every, it should be done every ten days. All right. Some people do it once a week. Some people do it every ten days. Some even do it every other week. Um, but roughly, if you want to say a long run every week um, or every ten days is something that's always going to your aerobic system is going to keep improving year after year. It doesn't need to be anything fancy, of course. If you're training for the marathon, long run at first is just long runs and things like that. Later on, it gets very specific towards the race, uh, last eight weeks and things like that. But like I said, it doesn't matter if you're training for for one mile, for 5K, 8K, up to marathon or, or even more. You need the long run. Uh, everybody has their different kind of long run, but everyone needs it. Um, unless you're one of those fast which people that really run 400 and you're an 800 person then you, you might just your long run might be 60 minutes or you might not even run any long runs uh just depends but most people really focus on having a good long run every week it doesn't have to be remember it doesn't have to be um the fastest long run it doesn't all that's important is that you put like whatever your coach has prescribed or whatever your long run is for you and that you get it done every week it should be like 20 percent of your weekly mileage you know sometimes 15 sometimes 25 but roughly 20 percent so if you run 50 miles a week your long run should be um at least 10 miles right um maybe 12 things like that if you're running 100 miles a week right your long run should be 20 miles roughly right so it could it be less yeah it could always be a little bit less you know you could have even call it a day at 16 or 18 depending if you do the midweek long run as well so it's kind of a difference but i think like a real good long run is is i kind of like to go on time is you know 120 minutes to is, is like that optimal some days is 30 more minutes less so it's 90 minutes and some days it's two and a half hours but i think like Obviously, I think maximum is probably three hours, and that's pushing. That's more for like marathoners and things like that. But, but two, there's an optimal is like about two and a half hours of long run if you're really training for longer distances. Um, for high school people, like I said, I think it's seventy five minutes could be considered a long run. Maybe max of ninety. In college, uh, depends. You know, some 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 guys do it. Some guys and girls do it up to even two hours some do it 90 minutes you know some do it 75 they switch it off every week but that's extremely important because they develop their um, ability to to do more workouts right because the if you remember long run is always going to keep like it's kind of like putting in the money in the bank and your workouts are taking the money out so you always have to have that long run and the more if you can think about it there like 52 weeks a year you can get like 50 weeks of long runs right think about it, how good you're going to be improving and, and that's going to allow you to to run faster workouts and things like that so that's but that's the approach of thinking long term right and the only way that you really can um, be able to be to be consistent in training if you think long term if you I remember like when i was first started training or maybe in the middle of the last few years before the years that I was making a lot of errors, I would call, I wouldn't, I would, something would be hurting like in the long run and I would just go through it, you know, like it wouldn't pay much attention. Nowadays I pay attention to every single detail. If I feel like something is hurting, 
uh, you know, that the way it shouldn't be hurting. I'm kind of be hesitant about, you know, if it hurts too much, I'm not going to finish the long run or, you know, I'm going to get like at least some of it done. You know, that just depends. Then I'm going to go home and I'm really going to focus on fixing the things. But a lot of times um, you can already monitor your body throughout the week and know what's going on. It's like, hey, maybe you need to foam roll it. Maybe you felt like you were running on hilly courses for a few days and you feel like something's wrong with your IT band a little bit. As soon as you notice a little small thing for anything in training, get on it. You know, if you feel like like you're tired, maybe, you know, look at your heart rate, maybe see if you can take a nap, see if you can get more sleep, see if you can recover better. Always first thing to do is after you looked at your training program and you don't see any errors in there, look at how is your recovery training program going. Like maybe you're too tired on other parts, not necessarily in the training part, but maybe on reco- your recovery is not good enough. Maybe you... You worked a long shift. Maybe you, you you've been stressed out about something. Maybe you traveled a lot. So uh, that those are all the things that that really can affect um, performance and how you're going off weekly basis. That's why it's important to keep the journal or record a spreadsheet, Excel, where you keep all your things such as your heart rate, resting heart rate in the morning, your weight. Maybe you can record how your mood, how you felt. Um, also you have your workouts, you know, that which days, you know, if you did a workout on Tuesday, you should know if maybe you need two easy days or you're a person with one easy day between. And so really just structure your program so good that there's not too many errors that can happen. You're in full control of that. And I know a lot of you can say, well, I'm not in control of any of my workouts because I run in college or in high school. Okay. Just make sure that you communicate with your coach in a good way, you know. Um, just because sometimes I just feel like it, when I used to be in college, I just feel like there was not much communication. It's more like, hey, you guys are doing a tempo run today. Uh, we, we did speed workout yesterday or two. It's like it just didn't make sense. Anything we did, it was just like, like there was no monitoring how we we're progressing. It was like people were sore, people were tired. I mean, nothing made sense, and you know, I just wish like I was, you know, I that's why I wish you guys, whoever is part of a good training program in colleges and high schools, you guys are very lucky to have good coaches. Um, And I'm not saying that I, you know, had the worst coaches. You know, my coaches were, you know, they were knowledgeable in things how they did, but you know, they had a lot of them had an old school mentality, and old school mentality was just like let's just hard work, you know, like forget about the easy day, you know, hammer, hammer, hammer. And maybe at that time, it's, that's how they were, you know, when they went to college, that's how they became good. And, and good is a relative term, right? It's more important now. We're learning nowadays what is the most important thing, your long-term development so that you get better as a runner every single year. So then everything is based on those things, improving like maybe 2% to 3% every, I would say, every five months, right? Every training cycle. Um, so... Maybe, you know, let's just say, for example, you run a marathon, this training cycle, uh, training cycle you run, um, let's say you run three hours, okay? In the next one, maybe you run 255, whatever, 257, and so on. In the next cycle, maybe you take a cycle off and you train for something else, right? You don't, you skip a marathon cycle, and then you come back at, in like two more cycles, and then you run a 252, you know? small improvements cutting small times um 
course we all want to cut big times off but that that doesn't happen always right so i encourage you to to set realistic goals um and i'm not saying that you cannot dream about some kind of things that are really impossible i always say set a goal that's like 60 percent of success and maybe 40 percent of failure that's a good goal roughly maybe set yes roughly around that like maybe 65 success 35 failure so a goal that you know that like everything has to go right but if if, if you get that then you're going to get your performance uh, so like if you you know think about it if for example in in a in 5k right if you want to break 15 minutes and your best is like 1535 you don't want to just say you know what i'm just going to break 15 like in like this season um, it's not a bad goal, but it, think about it. That's 35 seconds. And I don't know how you trained way before. Maybe you did really bad training. So that then it's more realistic goal. But let's say you did already everything perfect. So for you, a more reasonable goal would be like, let me see if I can get into like 15, 20, like break 15, 20. You know, so that now you're going to get into that 15 teens, you know, something. So that's a realistic goal. It's going to take much more longer. And that way you're not so much stressed because what happens is like you pick these goals that are so aggressive that we end up not even getting the minimum goals. We end up actually, I've did that for so many years where like I had this thing where I needed to like run a certain goal and things like that. And a lot of times for me happened where I was, I was maybe not so much ready at the time to hit those goals. But maybe I was I was always like a year behind or two years behind, but I was picking these goals that I was thinking I was gonna hit it now, and it always led to like disappointments and failures and overtraining. So I think if you if you set realistic goals for yourself and you really just sit down with your coach and you just you write everything down, you enjoy what you do, you you have a good communication with your coach. Your training makes sense. There's rest days. You monitor your training. You don't push in your training. You you work at optimal paces. So remember, um, somebody was one asking, uh, like, oh, you know, I was running a tempo run and I felt so great. I picked up the pace, and and honestly, I know how great it feels to pick up the pace on a tempo run. But let's think about it. That's like the most catastrophic thing you could have done, right? I mean. A tempo run, you, it's like you need to be in a certain zone, certain heart rate, certain adaption. And then you end up feeling great and then you go faster, right? So that's not a tempo run anymore. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're based your race performances on that one tempo run and things like that. I never base anything on a, off of one workout. Uh, I kind of, I, I like to take like the average of my four tempo runs and I kind of know like where my pace is. So like in, in one month, I'll do four tempo runs, for example, right? So every week, and then I'll just average like roughly my heart rates and, and the pace. And that's how I kind of know like, oh, okay, well, let's look at, I'm roughly right there. And and I always train a little bit under, under my threshold that I expect to do in a race, right? So for me being, let's say if I'm focusing on half marathon, I think I can maintain roughly about 172 to 175 heart rate in a half marathon race right so that my tempo runs are usually i push it up to 170 okay but i like to stay around 165 so more like a marathon effort that way for sure that you know i only push it towards 170 like towards the last 
few minutes or maybe 1k or 2k if if i'm feeling that day if i want to which is still within my zone and still within that's why i always i never stress out those are my favorite runs because it's like i just get there and i progressively get a little bit you know i maintain the same pace my heart rate does the job what it needs to do can i go faster yeah i always finish a tempo run that i if i'm doing a 30 minute tempo run my rule is that I should be able to go 10 or 15 more minutes on that given day if I had to, right? And a lot of times, most people answer is like, can you go for 10 more minutes? And the answer is no. That means you go in your tempo run way too fast. So it's kind of like, it, it should feel like hard, but, but totally controlled, I guess. And like I said, and if you ask yourself, is this the pace that I can maintain for 10 more minutes at the 30 minute mark like so and then and i always ask yourself when you're doing a tempo run is this the, my one hour race pace is this it while you're running it example is this my one hour race pace for today's conditions today's maybe 20 mile an hour wind maybe it's 90 degrees like that's why i said train with an effort that's why i always love um heart rate training and sometimes people will be like well heart rate is not always accurate because if it's hot it's going to be higher if it's yeah of course it's going to be higher but but you can never overtrain with heart rate right so may, that day for example um you go do your heart rate uh, maybe you say you know what if you want to stay at 170 for that day you you know maybe that day instead of running like let's say instead of me running uh like 510 pace for my tempo run, let's say it's like really hot and all the conditions are bad maybe i'm running 525 that day but with the same effort that i usually run 510 so somebody's gonna say well then you're not getting the, the adaptions that you need well no i am because like that's i'm hitting the correct zone my body is telling me that i'm working at a certain kind of effort and i'm not talking about a heart rate drift because you don't get a heart rate drift in uh or um in a tempo run you might get it at a hot long run but not in like 30 minute tempo run so so that way i don't overtrain because in the tempo run you know because sometimes you can do your tempo runs at certain pace but then you go to a race and if you run a half marathon you can go 10 seconds faster in a race or five seconds than you've been doing in a tempo runs because tempo runs are not supposed to be like a race you know you're supposed to kind of hold it back a little bit so it allows you to push a little bit more because honestly 510 pace in practice i i doubt there's any difference uh, it's probably 505 in, in a race i doubt that the body knows five second difference with all the adrenaline and things like that it's still the same type of training that you do in in, in a in a in a, in a in a your training and in the race right so don't be so don't be so obsessed about hitting certain numbers trained by the feel and i always think long term you know if you're struggling during the tempo run I think hey you know am i getting the right adaption should i stop maybe take a two minute break maybe do an intervals today tempo intervals you know maybe that's a better option for me so and always start your you know your intervals or any workout that you do always start slowly or on a lower side of the speed that you really want because that gives you time to kind of get into the groove and you can decide you're in the control of the workout you can pick up the pace and things like that so uh, anyway guys i hope you enjoyed this episode this episode was more about uh, how you can improve as a runner and how you should always think long term don't get frustrated 
when you have bad days just think long term long term uh, you know every we're all gonna have some bad days that that's just part of training you know but just look at it into like how you can what what's the best that you can do every day to get out of yourself and optimally train and then focus on the other things as your rest your sleep uh, all other recovery tools that we have available to us um, and at the end of the day remember you know you are doing what you love so you cannot go wrong right so don't put any pressure on things uh, like I understand it's more pressure if you're running financially sometimes if you have to run certain races but a lot of you guys you know a lot of runners are we don't run like at some point I used to run marathons like for money of course because I needed money at a certain point I'll put myself through some crazy marathon cycles but that's a whole different story but if you're not running for money um, and even if you are still still try to stay like nice and relaxed in your training uh, be a professional be a professional whether you're a high school runner whether you're college whether you're post collegiate if you can learn something from you know from the people even that I've learned from the pros and things like that treat your, your yourself professionally uh, the more effort you put into your training the more effort that you become into becoming a 24-7 athlete, the better results you will get. And at the end of the day, remember, enjoy every minute of it, okay? And just progress. So whatever you are, hope you enjoy this episode. Um, uh, tomorrow is another is Monday. Uh, it's another week for most of us. So I wish you a great week ahead. I wish you a good training. Uh, remember, if you did your long run today, or yesterday recover nicely from it and then uh, go on for your next workout uh, I know we're, we're experiencing some hot weather out here in Chicago so we're dealing with 90 to 95 weather every day so our runs either really early or really late those are only two options at the moment so but all, think of this way if you're in this area that soon August is gonna be here in September and we're gonna be rolling in a really nice weather again and all of this will pay off so anyways thank you guys and and have a great day